The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It is also one year this week since the Housing for All plan was launched. Minister for Housing Dara O'Brien uh, joins me now. Minister, you're very welcome uh, to the show. What are these scores in the doors one year in? What's the progress report? Yeah, we're, look, as you said, we're one year in since uh, the launch of the Housing for All plan, which is a four billion per annum investment in housing in this country and badly needed. Um, basically, look, the, the momentum is good. Um, the general numbers, just to give you a sense for us, if you look at since the middle of 2021, we've over 54,000 new homes have either been built or commenced. We're seeing commencements up signif- significantly. Uh, completions, which is really important, housing completions up very significantly, over 40% year on year, and planning permissions up. Now, we've targeted this year 24,600 new builds, both public and private, so social homes, affordable, and indeed private homes, and that's and we'll attain that target and I think surpass it, and we need to increase that into next year, um, and we need the capacity to do it. So another positive piece of that is we have in relation to the people to build the homes that we need, we've 20,000 more people in the construction sector today than we had pre-pandemic. So, you know, really this year, some of the significant points are, particularly around the affordable housing piece, which I've spoke about on your show on a number of occasions, is helping people to be able to own their own home. We've approved over a 1,000 affordable homes through the local authorities. That's the Affordable Housing Fund. But really importantly, we've launched the First Home Scheme, which is the scheme that bridges the gap between the finance you have and what you need to buy the house by the state stepping in Mm. and helping out. And already, just in two short months, we've had hundreds of applications to that scheme too. So I see 2022 as a year where we're going to be delivering the first affordable homes to purchase in a generation. We have the cost rental um, scheme up and running. We 900 tenancies will be delivered this year, and that's state-backed affordable rents with long-term secure uh, secure tenures. Uh, over 900 are approved, which will be delivered over the course of this year and early next, and indeed hundreds more into next year. And social homes, last year we delivered about, in total, about 9,100 social homes between build, purchase mm. and lease. This year we're targeting uh, 9,000 new build alone on top of the others that we'll acquire. So, and, you know, we're looking to attain that. They said it'll be the biggest amount of of new build social homes in any given year since the history of this date. All that said, though, Kieran, real challenges obviously uh, remain, particularly in the area of homelessness, uh, no question whatsoever. And it is still is a matter of great concern to me that we're, we're seeing the homeless numbers being so high, albeit they've, the increase in month-to-month has been incre- decreasing substantially. But there's still well over 10,000 people, including many children, that we want to make sure are housed permanently, and that's the absolute priority uh, that we have. And then we have other measures I heard you discuss earlier on in the show, obviously in relation to the rental market, which I might talk about. We want to see yeah. the expansion so, of cost so, rental, but other things yeah. in that space. So, so overall, no, broad no, numbers, yeah, broad brush uh, strokes, numbers trending in the right direction. Yes. But are, are you hitting the targets as you and your department and the plan mm-hmm. sets them out? Yeah, I'm, the projections are good. As I outlined, I won't, won't repeat them. Um, we're projecting to deliver 4,100 uh, affordable homes this year. Uh, we won't be far off that between the direct build uh, affordable and the first home shared equity. That's coming from zero, effectively, mm-hmm. and the cost rental, which I've mentioned as well, that didn't even exist last year. Like I was 
out in South Dublin last week, we had 118 new apartments there, met lots of the tenants who were delighted with it because they're paying 35, 40, 50% below the market rents that are out there. And we need more of this. It's fundamentally... Short answer, no. I mean, short answer is no. You're not going to hit the targets. No, I wouldn't wouldn't say that. We're in September. The last quarter is always a very important target uh, quarter for delivery. You're confident you'll hit them. You you, you would have started the entire interview with that. Yeah, we've hit our targets and we're going to exceed them. Sorry, maybe I didn't answer it properly, Kieran. Let me say this. We have an overall target of 24,600 homes to be built this year where the state will deliver about half of them. And I'm confident we will attain that target. Okay, there's a mix within that that we're obviously working on too. We've had our local authorities delivering affordable homes for the first time in a generation. First home scheme started really well. But the last quarter is always a crucial quarter. And people will know that where homes are actually completed in that space. The macro figures are good, though, both on private and public delivery. Uh, they are very good. Um, and that's without, you know, that's whilst acknowledging that people are still suffering out there. Yeah, because I was going to ask that. If, if the macro figures are so good in terms of delivery, why is the reality still so stark for people? Well, look, I spend a lot of time around the country and there is a very serious reality uh, for people, particularly those who are renting who want to be able to buy. Uh, and I've spent two years in working on a, on a scheme that bridges that gap for them and that's open now. And we've had a massive response to it, that being the first home scheme. And uh, all the applications are open and we've issued our first, first contracts and that it takes time to bed that in, but that's only since July. So, you know, when I'm around the country meeting people like I was in South Dublin, you know, last week and I've been all over in every county in the Republic and you're meeting people who are getting their new homes and, you know, but there are still many more. Like we're dealing with 10, 12 years of very significant underinvestment in housing, uh, significant undersupply. So you're not going to change it in one year. But I think what is happening is that there's a momentum behind the plan uh, and the plan is actually taking hold because of that really significant investment on behalf of the taxpayer, that €4 billion Euro mm. per year, uh, the sector's responded to that. And we're getting now, for the first time actually since 2011, where we have, you know, the, the proportion of first-time buyers has actually reached, sorry, its highest level since 2007 yeah. uh, in the year to the end of March. That's about 15,000 first-time buyers being able to buy. And they're a large cohort of people that I think for about you know, 10 years or so felt like they'd been forgotten. It will take more time into next year to really ramp this up further, no question of that. And is, it ne- is, is next happy. year, is next year yeah. then when you suspect, Minister, the, those other numbers to trend in the right direction? The price of I rent, do. the price of houses and the homelessness figures? Yeah, look, the homelessness figures, you know, are the ones that concern me most because behind all those figures are individuals and families, many of whom I know and who I meet. And that is the number one priority. So as we get the social housing build up, which is happening this year, uh, and particularly into next year, and we're seeing good exits from homelessness, but we are seeing new presentations uh, as well. And we need to support those people who are there through initiatives like on the housing assistance payment. Like the state is, uh, you know, is supporting about 60,000 tenancies to the tune of 1 billion euro a year. They're real supports that are people. I want to see people transition out of HAP into permanent secure tenancies. So to answer your question in brief, yes, you will, you will see it trend even further next year uh, as we ramp up the delivery because the pipeline for next year is good. We okay. still have had real issues to deal with. Like We've had two years of COVID. We all know that and we're all tired of the 
2020-2021, we lost time because of two construction shutdowns. We have had issues with inflation this year and supply chain, mainly due to Ukraine, and we're going to have other challenges around the energy side, no question in my mind. We haven't had a, a clear run at this as such, but even that said, I think it shows the resilience of the plan, the sector, the local authorities, yeah. and indeed the approved housing bodies that were actually okay. able so, to deliver just, numbers. So, like so 2023 is the year that homelessness figures will start moving back down towards the 10,000 figure and below. Well, look, I, ho- I earnestly hope, hope uh, that that is the case. And I'm doing everything I can to make sure that that is the case. And even last month, and I hate talking just about figures because they, they are people, but I understand the question is that last month we saw a very slight rise in them. It's still a rise. Like we're still exiting people from it and newer people are coming in. And there are, are challenges around new presentations too. We've got to look at what we can do in relation to expanding the public housing delivery, more cost rental and using the housing stock that we have better. That's why I've been focusing very much in the last number of months in this year on what we can do to turn vacant homes back Mm. into use, which we're doing with local authorities and doing pretty well, actually, but also allowing people to buy those vacant homes and get a grant, which I've launched, which is the Creekona grant, up to €50,000 for a derelict home, 30000 for a vacant home, where people can buy that home and use that, that grant to be able to do it up but we're also doing that through the local authorities on CPOs, uh, a CPO program where it will be managed by the housing agency to buy more of this vacant mm. stock. Now, we've seen a reduction in vacant stock. There's still too many vacant and derelict homes around the country. Uh, and that is a big focus that I will have and have at right now at the moment and will continue to work on to make sure that we can have the homes for the people that, that need them. Uh, overall, though, Kieran, if I could say, it is a supply issue. Like, we have a growing population. It's growing every year for the last, the last number of years. We see that in our census. Yeah. We need to grow the supply up to meet the demand of a changing demographic. It's grown as well. And, and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is kind of a complicated issue, and I'm not for a moment uh, suggesting they are the problem, but let me just talk about numbers. It has grown by 45,000 as well since the end of February with the amount yeah. of Ukrainians who've come to this country. I assume setting aside questions uh, uh, you know, and issues about you know, whether we should take them, and I firmly believe we should, I we should uh, and, and I think most of our listeners would agree. I assume that complicates matters as well, though. Yeah, I mean, look, that's, it, a, it, that's a county bigger than Longford. Yeah, look, it adds to the workload, and I think we've got to be honest as well, is that many of our friends from Ukraine who are here through no fault of their own will be here for longer than they would have wanted to. Many will set down roots here, and they'll be welcome to do, to do so. We've also seen, Kieran, on top of that, a very significant increase in relation to people seeking protection from other countries as well, uh, particularly over the last number of months, some of that down to the changes being made in Britain in relation to immigration policy that have had a knock-on effect here. Fundamentally, with regard to Ukraine, it's an emergency response to, to the war. Uh, we manage as a country to accommodate on or about 50,000 people who've come in from Ukraine. That is in addition to what we're doing here with regard to housing for all. It does present a further challenge, no question, but I work very closely with Roderick O'Gorman and the Department of Children in that space as to how we can do it. And I think by any fair assessment, uh, not saying there haven't been individual cases, we've done pretty well on that since the beginning of February. And I agree with your point. The vast majority of people think and believe what we're doing is right and correct that we provide safe harbour here. That doesn't uh, divert us from what we need to do fundamentally within housing, though, is to have affordable, social 
and indeed private housing stock at a level that's sustainable, that we build a, a sector and build a housing uh, build, build a housing sector that's sustainable and can, protect, can be protected against the peaks and troughs that we've seen over the years. And I actually believe that Housing for All is starting to do that. Uh, this is the first time we've had a, a plan that isn't just you know, the 218 different action points, but has the finance behind it to deliver it. Uh, so, you know, absolutely, yes, there are challenges there, 100%. Uh, yeah. It is taking root now, though. And, like, I've had the pleasure of meeting people moving into their, their, their new homes, their homes for life, people who have been homeless or on the housing list for 8, 10 years. I've had the pleasure of meeting people moving into state-backed affordable rental, 40-year secure tenancies. Mm. And we'll see our first people buying their affordable purchase homes, like, this year, this month you know, from 160,000 euro up. Okay. And we need more of it. Well, and I'm absolutely uh, determined uh, to continue to drive that progress. Well, always all of us, uh, you know, know that the number one priority to it is ensuring that those who are homeless uh, yeah. can have a safe and secure home. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, particularly in the Dublin region, yeah. because that's where, where it's mostly acute, uh, where it's most acute. Yeah. But all, all of that, before, you know, there, there are all those challenges yeah. there, but we but, are making progress. But before I let you go, uh, is it right that uh, Minister Norma Foley waits until October 12th before appearing uh, in front of this Oireachtas Education Committee to answer questions about school buses? Well, look, Parents will be left uh, in the lurch for six weeks at that stage before the Minister says anything about it. Well, I think firstly, look, look at what was announced. Effectively, you know, we're, we're looking at expanding the, the free school transport. We had 130,000 families made applications to it by the end of July. About 106,000 tickets have been issued already. And that saves families up to €500 Euro per year, and rightly so. There has been no question because of the demand there. There are probably about another thirty to 40,000 applications that have been worked through by Bus Air, and tickets are still being issued, uh, Kieran. And I've heard the Minister speak on this publicly. Like, it's a good scheme. It is a cost-of-living measure. It's also, I believe, a measure in relation to ensuring that we're, you know, looking at what we need to do with regard to our climate targets and making sure there's good public transport there for our kids. But, it's a, but, but, but it, was, it is a scheme and an announcement that left people in the lurch. Well, people okay, who've had a ticket on the bus understood. for years and years, and we've spoken to them on this show, don't I have heard. it anymore. So it, it, it was an announcement to make a scheme free without any acknowledgement, it seems, mm-hmm. that the scheme would see an increase in subscriptions or applications. And I heard parents in your show yesterday, and I fully get that. And I know the Minister Foley is working on that to address the applications that are still being processed at, as, at, at this moment in time as speedily as possible. Now, to be fair to, to Norma, she has already uh, agreed a date on the, of the 12th of October to appear before the committee. She will be in the doll, as all of us will, um, you know, from the week after next to take questions and to engage in any parliamentary debate. I think for most of the parents and the parents that have been on your show, what they want to make sure is that they get the tickets okay. at the ones who are remaining, and they will. And, you know, we've, we, we have... That's right, they will. The well, parents who I, have been on our show will get a ticket, you just said. What I'm saying to you is this, Kieran, is all the applications that have gone through, about 106,000 tickets already yeah. for this school year. But you just said they, they will they're, get those tickets. But they're being worked, they're being worked through at okay. the moment. And I know Bus Aaron has apologised, and they have apologised for the inconvenience and the delay. 
Uh, they're going to continue to process those applications right now and issue tickets as soon as extra buses and drivers are sourced. Like, that's what's happening. And I know Norma Foley is absolutely acutely aware of that and is working on it. And there's no question that we want to make sure that anyone who is eligible for the scheme gets, gets their tickets for the scheme, which is a good scheme. Uh, no, okay. no question of that, and will work and is working well. But we need. There's obviously been an unprecedented demand for it. It seems to me that, from a bus airing perspective, that that demand was in somewhat, some way, shape, or form, overwhelming at the at, at mm. the start of it. But that's being worked through. Like okay. 106,000 families have received their tickets now. It's a 500 euro a, a year, up to 500 euro a year saving for those families, and rightly so. Okay. And, and we will work well, through the outstanding applications that da- are there, Kieran. Dara O'Brien, Minister for Housing. Minister, thanks a million for joining us. Stay with us back in a moment. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.